Hey everybody, it's me from It's New Dawn. I hope everybody is doing well. It's a Saturday here in Jersey, very rainy. Snow is all melting, so there's a lot of water outside, but it's good. Um, I think winter is clearing out, although I love winter. I know, I'm a little odd. But anyway, today I am sitting with a Carrie Carter, oh, Kareelis? Kareelis. <laughs> Cherellis, <laughs> like cherub, Cherellis. And I, we didn't meet personally, like pretty much all of my guests uh, since COVID um, met uh, Carrie from Clubhouse. So if you guys have not checked out Clubhouse, I advise you to do so because it's pretty cool. And Carrie is an RDH DA and is an, a DA is a consultant, coach, speaker, and author with 20 years of dental experience. Carrie knows firsthand how working in a hostile work environment can contribute to the feeling of burnout, negatively affecting one's overall health and confidence. She authored the book, The Ultimate Guide for Dental Hygiene Burnout to serve as a guide to help dental hygienists in all stages of their career, so as to have a successful career. She uses her platform as CEO and founder of KMC Strategic Solutions to help improve the work culture in teams and organizations, as well as to coach individuals. She is the co-founder of the upcoming podcast, Truth Scalers. Oh, I love that name. Thank you. She endeavors to help all who are suffering from burnout and hostile work environments to reclaim their power. She firmly believes that it is only when we have made positive changes from within ourselves that we can influence changes, change within others. And I really resonated with uh, Carrie. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I was actually a dental assistant back in the day when I was Oh my God, I think 19 to 21, I'm 56. But I had a hostile environment. I had a dentist who came onto me all the time and it was very uncomfortable. Uh, you know, I his girlfriend was the receptionist mm -hmm. and he was in the back room and I was young, you know, and I, I went to my Italian father funny story went to my Italian father I said dad he's he's making me uncomfortable and he, well the my Italian father called him and said my daughter's not working for you anymore and that's how I handle that but also as a registered nurse burnout is real it it is as far as affecting your health and wellness it's everything so that's why I'm really interested in hearing what you have to say Carrie so take it away I'm going to turn the camera over to you yeah, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Unfortunately, so many people do go through that in all different professions. As you stated in my bio, I'm a dental hygienist um, by trade. I was a dental assistant and I went through highs and lows throughout my career as far as that. Um, my personality is one that at times throughout my life, unfortunately, I was bullied um, because I just always try to be a nice person and everything. And sometimes that meekness can um, be like a trap um, or attract people with a different personality who are bullies. So I didn't experience throughout my career basically sexual harassment, that unwelcome behavior. I experienced more bullying and gossiping 
and things like that, things that kind of were set to diminish me or to affect my self-confidence. So what I did basically um, about two years ago is I really started going, developing my platform to help others because I knew how bad it affected me. One of the last offices I worked at was a, a organization that I liked because of all the different businesses. It was, um, was well-known. However, that particular office that I worked at, unfortunately, when the management changed, there were some changes that were against me in a way, or you know, some personalities decided to basically start gossiping about me, slandering my name, and it became very hurtful for me. I'm not one who cries often, I'm like stoned sometimes. And in one particular situation, just, I, I almost broke down in front of a patient, which is very un unlike me. And then I had to excuse myself and go in my car and have a cry. So what, what kind of, can I ask you what kind of things you were bullied for? I mean, if it's not something you want to talk about, we don't have to talk about it. Just it curious. Basically, it was sometimes, um, you know, different people or assistants. I was very, a very productive hygienist. So um, basically, dentistry is a business, you know, we're there to help patients. But it's just like a hospital, they also have to keep the lights on. So I know how to inform the patients on what treatment they need and um, help them with their insurance benefits. So they're able to get the treatment they need for overall health. So it was a win-win because it helped the office and it also helped the patient. But sometimes some um, assistants would just act like I was there, just cared about money, which is the last thing. I mean, yes, money is important, but I cared about helping my patient. Or mm. one particular time during a morning huddle, there was a miscommunication that was happening that was affecting me. And I was trying to clear it up. And I'm very passive and pretty quiet spoken for the most part. And it got back. I, I, can, I can tell that about you from the minute you came on. It's your confidence, your smile, your everything about you, which is and great. So it, it got back to the doctor. Um, some individuals in that huddle had said that I had been yelling during the morning huddle and it wasn't true. So it was just a lot of different truths that started happening. Um, things that were slandering my name that concerned me because even when I left, I'm well known in the dental community and I was concerned about my reputation because unfortunately a lot of times, even though in America we say guilty and to prove innocent, we know as soon as someone says something against you, you're constantly having to pin defend yourself. People are trying sure. to, you know, they believe it until it comes out later on. But during that time, so much damage may have been done to you that you're having to rebuild yourself. So that basically mm -hmm. is what I experienced. Um, when I left that place, I actually experienced what I would say is post-traumatic stress disorder because I didn't really have that closure. I, even though I gave proper notice, I ended up leaving earlier than I wanted to because I just couldn't take it anymore. It was too much of a hostile environment to even professionally stay for that two weeks time. So I had a lot of basically um, unresolved issues. And that's when I really started to go into what is burnout, learn about gaslighting, learn about, um, you know, when they try to make you lose your voice and anything like that. And the more I learned, the more I recognized that I wasn't necessarily the problem, especially when I got on Facebook more, instead of just posting pictures of me and my vacation, I started learning about different forums. 
So when I went on different dental forms, I saw the same story happening time and time and time again, and other hygienists talking about things, other things that contribute to burnout, such as maybe their bodies hurting because of always being bent over with a patient or seeing too many patients a day or not having the correct instruments or chairs or working long hours, just a long list of things that can contribute to burnout as well. And so I was through my, during my healing process, I was able to connect with them and they helped me and I was able to help them. And that mm-hmm. led me into basically wanting to create my business to help others, to coach about it, to consult about it. Um, led me to writing my book, The Ultimate Guide for Dental Hygienist Burnout, and becoming a speaker. So I actually have some speaks, speaking engagements lined up to speak and help people. So that's mainly- sounds like, It sounds like such a quick process, but this must have taken you years and years because you don't just write a book and start a company and like what, what happened within all those years? I mean, it must be very prevalent for you to like, are you still practicing? Not too much. Um, I'm not really practicing so much because I am pregnant. I'm seven months pregnant. Thank you. I'm trying to be safe with COVID. So in December, I did um, give termination to a job that I actually do enjoy. However, they haven't found um, replacement for all my days. So in the last two weeks, I have temp there. Don't tell my mother. (laughs) and everything but I do I do sometimes still practice clinically um as needed if it's an office or for to help out a friend but I'm very busy right now with my business and all my different engagements and everything like that so I don't plan to probably after the baby be practicing clinically as much um I don't know when I'll probably just be tempting or something like that or helping out when, when the time comes, I really want to enjoy working on my business and enjoy my baby. Mm-hmm. And what is it you want to achieve throughout this whole platform that you're doing? I mean, what's your ultimate goal? Well, my ultimate goal isn't so much just to focus on dentistry, because as I said, it's something that affects all different professions. So my goal isn't to just help individuals. I feel I can make a bigger impact if I'm actually able to help the culture and companies. So if I'm able to come in and coach the leaders in the company and then coach the employees and see what the concern is, like basically build the company from within, then we won't have these continuous problems that happen in organizations. You won't constantly have a news story about how the work culture was bad or there was sexual harassment or Um, problems with diversity or, you know, all this hostile work environments that can occur. So if I can really get in and help the company from within and bridge those gaps, then I think that will be helpful because the employees, we're always talking, we're in some forum or we're gossiping, you know, we're venting to one another. And then there's that disconnect with the head organizations or the leadership. And it may not just be such as I worked for a corporation So the corporation may have all these different policies and effect, but the smaller offices may not do what they're supposed to do. And even though they may have managers or regional managers, you know, there's that disconnect between HR and all these other different things. So my, that's my goal is really to help on a larger scale, especially. All right. So do you, do you actually go in and talk to everybody? Like maybe not right now during COVID, but 
What exactly do you do? Tell me exactly what your, your company does. And do you only focus on the dental aspect or do you go around, like, like I was saying with the RNs, there's a lot of burnout right. in that area. So, well, it's, do do? I do basically workshops. So it would be virtual workshops that I would be doing at this time where the companies would hire me, consult with me. We would have discussions concerning what their goal is, what the problem is, and what they actually want me to do. So it would be basically um, separate, separate and together workshops. So meeting with the leaders first, um, and then meeting with the employees, and then a combined meeting. And then there's also different surveys that are taken to see anonymous surveys to see what's going on. And like I said, it's not just dentistry because dentistry is limited. So, you know, there's burnout with the health professionals right now dealing with COVID and the pandemic and everything they're going through. And then all the different, all the different professions, you know, it's in the media, it's everywhere. So basically Mm -hmm. that's what I do. Also doing speaking engagements, um, doing things on zoom, most everything virtual for the most part right now. Yeah. So it, it, it makes it easier because then you don't have to be flying all over the country and anyone can just log in and have their code and basically take the course. So that's basically what I'm doing for the most part. And have you found yourself busy? I mean, when did you actually start doing this? When did you actually start doing all the uh, virtual Zoom meetings? Did you start recently? Or well, re- Yeah, recently is when I started basically implementing um, the speaking engagements, as well as developing the different programs to help the organizations. So I'm branching off from not just focusing on one-on-one consultations with people, but more so focusing on different organizations. So that would basically have been within the last six months or so that that is being implemented with different organizations to help them out. And it, and it helps the, the business owner, obviously, in the long run. To learn all this stuff it, so right because one how to, thing, how to treat their employees and <laughs> you know one of the problems so. is retention so because my main field is dental hygiene so uh, the pandemic has really wreaked havoc on the field you see the studies concerning so many women um, leaving the workforce because as women a lot of times stereotypically we are caregivers we have children or we have to care for elderly parents and everything and the kids are out of school. So there's a lot of people who are leaving the workforce or, you know, maybe someone who has pre-existing conditions who's concerned about catching COVID. They haven't got the vaccine yet or anything like that. So basically right now there's a shortage in many areas for dental hygienists as well as other professionals. So one of the things is, is that organizations need to be able to retain their employees. So if someone is unhappy, then even when they're working there and we've done it, I've done it, you know, you may be working and then when you get a chance, you're looking on Indeed to see, see if, if there's something better right. out there. Yes. Yeah. Because you're not sure. happy. You're not happy. So mm-hmm. if, if the organization can have the employee be happy and know that they're supported, that there's leadership, that there's mentorship, that there's room to grow, that they can fi- feel like they're in a safe place and talk, then they don't have a problem retaining employees. It costs a lot of money to keep hiring someone. You know, you hire someone, you train someone, and then if they leave because they're unhappy, you're going through that same process with that revolving door over and over. Whereas um, some offices that I know, the employees have stayed there for 10, 15, 20, 30 years 
because of the way that they've been treated or the work culture there. So basically that's what I'm working on with different companies to see that that's the importance that they need to have. Instead of constantly having ads or trying to recruit people, um, it doesn't matter what benefits you have. I've left money on the table because I was unhappy. So I, I have to, <laughs> you I, know, have I, I, I have to making less so that I can save my sanity and losing out on different benefits or medical benefits or vision or, you know, vacation time, whatever, just leaving so that I wouldn't have a breakdown. And so many employees do the same thing. So they need to do more than just attracting with all the bells and whistles. It has to be basically that they care about the employee and that they're going to support them. I love that. I, I can't tell you, and my kids, I have five kids and I've left so many jobs right now. This is, this is it for me. I'm COVID changed everything for the better for me anyway, but I would not stay at a job that I was not happy with. I was so picky and, and my kids would say, mom, not every job is going to fit your, your bells, you know, like, and I'm like, no, I, I mean, if that energy is not there, I'm not going to hurt my mental health at all or my physical. I'm so I eat, live and breathe health and wellness. So yeah. I agree. You're doing such a great thing. And I, I hope that I hope this spreads like wildflower because and I, and how are you spreading your message besides podcasts and you know, what do you, what else are you doing to spread the message? Oh, well, right now I'm just it. right now I'm doing um, social media. I'm talking to different ones. Um, I'll be with the speaking engagements. I'll be um, talking to um, a group of dental hygienists at the American Dental Hygiene Association about um, the title is Unwelcome Behavior, Overcoming a Hostile Work Environment. In Miami in April, I'll be able to network with different organizations and sponsors who will get to hear my message. I'll also be doing a speech there talking about diversity and cultural competency. So the message is getting out there. Like, you know, it's a very important message because everyone is burnt out. Everyone's worked at a bad job. And like you said, the older you get, the less you're willing to take it. Once you really learn your strength and your power, you're not going to just settle or stay. You're not going to necessarily feel desperate. Like you just need to have that job because there's other options out there. So once you open your eyes, then you're not going to be stuck in a position where you allow that to happen. And the more that you educate yourself, the more that you know what to do in these different situations and how to get out of it. Love that. And, and you know, I put that correlation with, you know, these employers have to know that it's retention, just like you said, it's almost like health and wellness, like, yeah, you can eat crappy food, but you're gonna pay for it at the end. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you'd be paying for all your pharmaceutical stuff. Exactly. Or take care, take care of yourself now. And you may have to buy a few subs, supplements, exactly. or <laughs> so I love the message you're, you're spreading. That's why I wanted uh, to you to be on here. Um, do you want to speak about anything else or do you want to share some last words of wisdom? What, what would you like to do? Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm, um, oh, okay. I can share this. Basically when you're dealing with burnout, um, you want to find the source of your burnout. What is causing it? Like I stated earlier, it could be many different things. It could be that your body's in pain. You're working too much. There was actually one job I worked at where I was 
already working four days a week and two days were long days. Like I was there from like eight to seven. And then in this position, yes, like craned over, you know, yes. you, you ask the patient uh. to turn towards me and they go, you know, so craned uh. over and the doctor wanted me to start working Fridays. I did not want to work Fridays, but he basically made it. If I wanted to keep working there, I had to work Friday. So I started, it was basically overtime. I was cleaning people's teeth in my sleep, in my dreams. So when I woke up, I woke up tired. So that was causing burnout on me because I wasn't getting the proper rest. Uh, just one second. We're frozen. We're frozen. Carrie, for those who are on the podcast on my platform, it froze. Carrie, come on back. I hope you come back. And those on YouTube, you're going to see a little bit of description here. Uh, sorry. Carrie, I'm still here. Are you there? I'm Carrie? Here. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> we, we froze. We froze. You were in, you were working. The doctor wanted you to work on Fridays. Yes. And you didn't want to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. This hasn't happened in a long, long time. So <laughs> I, I apologize. Technical difficulties. It happens. Um, he wanted me to work on Fridays. I didn't. And basically I had to, to keep my job or I felt like I had to. And I started, I was cleaning teeth in my dreams basically. So my mind was racing as I was sleeping. And when I woke up, I woke up tired. So that was causing burnout. Um, I didn't know about burnout at that time. And I felt better when I left that position. So basically you need to find the source. What is causing you to feel that way? And then you need to um, identify and immediately make changes, see what changes you can make, talk to people you can trust. So one of the problems that I had, I vented to family and friends and everything like that, but it wasn't until I found those dental forms and I connected with my peers and recognized it wasn't me, something wasn't wrong with me. Other people were experiencing this, that I had that networking and connection that a light bulb went off in my head and I started putting things together. And I speak about this all the time. One of the pillars of Lenora is community and support. Right. So important in health and wellness and the whole total picture. Because if you're surrounding with people who are shitty, <laughs> it's going to be shitty. Sorry. <laughs> but you have that support system, right? People are going to yeah. support you and lift you up. Yep. It's good. Yeah. Exactly. Right? You're going to recognize it's not just you. Um, mm -hmm. Examine your options. So what are your options? Can you make changes? Can you communicate what you're feeling? If it's your job, can you communicate what your needs are? Do you need some new tools? Do you need to work less days, less hours, see less patients? See what the options are. Because sometimes your employer may not even know that you are feeling this way. Sometimes we feel like they should know or like they're not mind readers and sometimes they're going through their own stuff. So you want to be able to at least give them the, that chance to communicate before you just sometimes say deuces, I'm out, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, right. Don't make a, don't make assumptions, everybody. Yeah. Um, take back control. So see where it is that you lost control, set boundaries. That's a big thing. I actually read that book about boundaries that really helped in my journey to healing because that's something I recognize. I didn't really have set boundaries. Um, Practice self-compassion, pay attention to your own needs. At times, people like me with my personality, we put ourselves on the back burner and we want to be so nice or maybe we're a people pleaser. 
So we care about everyone else's needs. And we're not looking at the importance of putting our own oxygen mask on first before we help others. So, so you gotta be, you gotta be selfish to be selfless. <laughs> yes. I've said that. I've said it at least 10 times in the past five days. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, remember what makes you happy. So you may have to start journaling or just thinking about what, when were you the happiest? What do you need to do? Sometimes people choose to transition out of the profession um, that they're in because maybe that's not an issue, really what they want to do anymore. Maybe there's something else that they're passionate about and they're ready to grow or um, with me, even though one of the positions I had, I had an office that was very supportive and helpful and not toxic. I didn't have room to grow. So that's when I really started to focus on starting my business and writing my book because I needed something more. I felt that I wasn't growing. And then um, talk to a therapist. You may need to talk to a therapist. It may not just be you could read a book or you can listen to some music or you can you know, exercise it out or anything like that. You may have to actually talk to a licensed therapist to see what is going on. And there's nothing wrong with anyone doing that. And Carrie, I think therapists need therapists. Of course. We all need therapists. We all need a therapist. There's a book. There's a book <laughs> on the bestseller list called um, I Think You Should Talk to Someone. And it's it's I've never heard of it. Oh, it's it's really good. So it's a fictional, it's a fictional book, but the person who wrote it, I believe, is a therapist. And it's a therapist talking about her patient situations. You get drawn in because you know you're not supposed to know about people's situation right, right, the right. HIPAA but she goes to a therapist so you learn about her situation as well but like yeah coaches need coaches therapists need therapists doctors need doctors we all have to have someone um to rely on or to get extra help we can't just yep. be no man is an island <laughs> no no I believe that that's true I love all your pointers they're awesome um the floor is yours Carrie if you want to share any other tips or information or feel free. Um, and if you have any last words of wisdom, you can share them too. Um, let's see. I think I've talked so much sometimes. Sometimes I feel like it's going forever. <laughs> no, you, you shared a lot of valuable information for sure. And is, I'm hoping that this will help, you know, expand and spread. I just it want, is so necessary. I just want people to know that they're not alone, that there's, help out there. There's, I, I can help people. There's other people who they can turn to. There's um, hotlines. There's so many different things, especially with everyone going through a pandemic. There's so many different options out there and it's best to talk to people. There's a lot of people who are going through various situations and they may lose hope. So just get connected to other individuals. Make sure that you're taking care of your mind, body, and soul. Um, and that we're all here to help one another. So that's the, that's the main thing that I am concerned about. When I got into the health profession, it's because I wanted to help people. And now I'm just moving into helping people in a, another way, basically. So even though it's not so much clinically, it's still very important because it deals with the mind and the, um, the body, the soul, basically. And if we don't have that intact, then we can't move forward and we can really feel stuck. So I know how it feels to feel stuck and I don't, I don't want other people to go through that and feel that way. Amen, Carrie. And honestly, I'm the same way. I'm not working clinically. 
as an RN, but I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to help people in mind, body, and heart also. It's just as important, yeah. of course. Um, I thank you for sharing. And where can people get in touch with you? And also, all her links will be in the show notes. So, yeah. So basically, you can reach me with right now with my email address, charellasmiles at gmail.com. You said you'd have it in there because I know, you know, it's mm-hmm. asked to say it. Um, I'm big on social media. So you can reach me on Instagram, kmc.smiles. Um, Facebook, Carrie Carter Shirellis. I'm always on there. I kind of like do long, almost blog post. Um, the link that you provide, that'll be how easier for them to get in touch with me or if they want to do interviews or have me speak or anything like that. So I'm, I'm cool. all over. I'm always checking my... And, and on Clubhouse. Oh, yes, on Clubhouse. Actually, on Clubhouse, um, you know, I don't know when this will be available, but I'll have... I, I'm frequently on there. I'll be talking this Sunday about burnout, but I, I'm on there either listening or I'm speaking. Um, it's a great platform. So I've actually encouraged people to get involved with Clubhouse just to even listen because there's different people who are therapists on there. Although they, they're not doing actual therapy for you, you will hear some good nuggets that can help you. I have to agree with that. I'm, I'm big. I was big on TikTok. Have you gone on TikTok? I, I haven't done anything on TikTok. I just go down the rabbit hole watching everyone's videos and I lose track okay. of time. <laughs> I lose track okay. of time. A lot, very quickly. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people do that. I, I built it up. I was on, I've been on there a year. I have 11.5 thousand, but you know, okay. it's not a lot, not a lot in TikTok land, but I'm kind of weaving my way out of there into clubhouse because TikTok to me, although I love TikTok because I've met so many awesome people on TikTok, but Mm -hmm. I'm meeting a lot of people on Clubhouse. And like I said, I've only been on there two weeks. I'm really excited of what I have in store for there. A lot of, a lot of connection, collaboration, things like that. So um, hang out for a second. So you guys, you know, this feel, please uh, go to my podcast, subscribe. It's new dawn. I'm on every major platform. It'd be really great. if You can subscribe, comment, share, like it helps me a lot. You don't get unless I ask. So I'm asking you uh, my links for the podcast, my website, my Google number uh, are below. As usual, the Aurora Bar, I am a sponsor and an affiliate, and it's the only package good I eat. They're actually going to be on my show. Uh, the people who uh, produce the Raw Bar, I'm so excited because. Like I said, I would never endorse anything I didn't believe in 100%. So all organic ingredients, they give 10% of their net proceeds to feed the hungry children worldwide. They are vegan, but they fit every diet. Uh, 18 to 22 grams of protein, uh, just beautiful people who want to give back. So my link is below for that. Uh, For my affiliate link, you can use capital L, E, N, N, Y, the number five for 5% off at checkout. And as usual, I thank everybody for joining me and have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you, Carrie, for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you.